Hey, Emmy, can you say this is dinner for dessert? This is dinner for dessert. Close enough. Hey, Eric. Hey, Pump. If you were going to attempt to break a Guinness World Record, which world record do you think you have the best shot of breaking? Oh, man. Um, maybe the most white lawn chairs snapped in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you, you would definitely have the best shot of breaking that record. Also, lifetime. If it's like most white, oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. lawn chairs snap tinked in a lifetime, you've definitely already got that record. One hundred. It's a lock. It's a lock. Uh, Eric is notorious for. <laughs> you, they don't just break when you sit on lawn chairs; they explode. It's yeah, like the, the coolest thing ever. The four legs go in different directions, and then I do that cartoon stall in midair for a minute with, with nothing supporting <laughs> me, and then just crash on my tailbone. Oh, it's, it's it's amazing every time. And you're such a good sport about it. You never like you just like you hit the ground. You look around. You laugh. You get back up. <laughs> Grab a third of your chair. Yeah. And you just take a knee for the rest of the night. <laughs> you just Tim Tebow the rest of the party. Uh, so good, Jonesy. How about you? You think you could break any records? I think I could bounce on a trampoline more times than anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. I also in, I could, in a given like in what time frame? Uh, shortest amount of time possible. Okay, <laughs> I could do many in a second. Yeah, yeah. You oh. could jump m- multiple times in a given second. <laughs> Somehow, I don't believe you. <laughs> I'm actually so fast that you'd have to slow down the film. It's very uh, intensive process. Uh, I right. could also, I could probably drink a lot of ecto coolers in a row. <laughs> all right, yeah, we got to talk about that for a split second. All right, so, so we have our, our buddy uh, Rich Dorney here tonight, and. He's going to be hosting trivia at the end of the show. We're real pumped for this. Super excited. He's in the studio right now hanging out, but he bought us gifts tonight uh, before the show started. So we always talk about my dress hoodie. He actually got me a black hoodie with a tuxedo. Which is amazing. on the front of it. Eric is notorious for wearing hoodies no matter what the occasion is. <laughs> he just has different levels of, of hoodie for like whether it's a casual event or if it's a dress up event, he has a dress hoodie. He literally now has a black tie hoodie. I can't. I'm so excited. You could go to any wedding. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Great Gatsby wedding. You could go with your dress hoodie. I'm so pumped. And tuxedo shorts. This is going to be a good summer. So Dorney got me uh, the greatest gift ever. <laughs> Taco Bell cufflinks. I, I cannot wait to wear them to Unreal work. how beautiful they are. They are so <laughs> elegantly crafted. You could tell that they spent hours handcrafting <laughs> yeah. these. Probably somewhere in Italy. I want to say Tuscany. Yeah. <laughs> and but 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 Jonesy got the best gift of them all. He slaps a box with like duct tape around it on the table. It looks like a key of coke. Okay. It, I swear to you, I thought I was like, wow, Dorney just brought a kilo of cocaine to my house. This is <laughs> awkward for everyone. <laughs> I told Emily, go to sleep, go to sleep, quick. Um, uh, and uh, and 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 Jonesy, why don't you tell him? Uh, yeah, that package had some real weight to it. Uh, it was really pretty cool. <laughs> I was really amped about it. I opened it up and it was ecto cooler. <laughs> it was juice box form. It was how many eight were eight were in there? I think eight or ten, something like that. It was like a twelve pack. I we're already halfway done with yeah. it. So yeah, I don't know. There was a lot. So high C ecto cooler, like Ghostbusters themed, probably thirty years old, <laughs> <laughs> way past expiration, uh, and we all drank it before the show. I'm so not, I'm not gonna lie, still delicious. Tasted great. <laughs> My stomach is gurgling a little bit at the moment. <laughs> I but, thought uh, they were good, but it didn't taste like Ecto Cooler. It tasted like something else. <laughs> you it remember fer- what Ecto Cooler tastes like from 1984? Into a different drink. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was alcoholic now. <laughs> it was an adult Ecto Cooler. My lips are tingling. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty great, though. I was uh, so super yeah. excited. And got can't, yeah, can't wait to have Dorney do trivia tonight. It'll be the first time. In history of the podcast, where the three of us are going to compete against each other, yeah, I think. I, but li- don't don't yeah, no one fact check us. Don't fact check that. We get fact checked a lot lately. I don't like it. Turns yeah, out we're not that smart. But the guy who does a lot of the fact checking is in the room right now. That's a good so. point. So well, he could still fact check us. 
Later. <sighs> I have a feeling, so we're going to do the first half of the show, then he's going to come on. I have a feeling like the first five minutes of him on are just him fact-checking everything that happened in the first <laughs> half of the show. Uh, all right, so uh, I'm really excited. Uh, we got lots to, to go through tonight, so why don't we just jump right into the feedback loop? professionals all right so the first piece of feedback for the for the night is actually that when i say wow we're professionals that's part of that clip because <laughs> we did so dorney before the show uh was like hey do you always say wow we're professionals every time that the feedback loop plays like because it's getting old i'm like no no it's part of the the clip that jonesy made so that's the first piece of feedback um you want to go with the second one because it's about you <laughs> so Jennifer says, seriously, don't like bacon? Shaking my head. All right. Look. People really hate that you don't like bacon. People just can't come to grips with it. And I is it uh, is it because I'm a fat dude and I don't like bacon? Is that 100%? What it is? 100%. Not, I wouldn't call you fat because you're tall. Bacon so and chocolate. At 6'5, you're not a fat guy, you're a big dude. And people just assume that big dudes like steak and bacon. Steak yeah. and bacon. Steak, steak and shake. And ba- I love steak. Hate bacon. Hate chocolate. It's crazy. Whatever. I mean, I, I, that's why I love you, because you're a walking contradiction. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. And I love uh, like WB <laughs> teenage dramas. You love all things about teenage <laughs> vampires in love. Oh, one million percent. Like if there's vampires in it and it's in high school <laughs> and there's romance and a love triangle of some sort, you're in. Yeah. Twilight, so like Vampire Vamp- Diaries. Seven seasons of Vampire Diaries. Yeah. Like, yeah. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, all of it. Angel, yeah. you name it. <laughs> Angel, even the, even the spinoffs you like. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Jennifer has another one for you. Um, so last week, it was just a random throwaway line. You said something about fall. No, you said autumn is your favorite season or, or fall, whatever you want to call it. And then we joked around that hipsters call it fall, mm-hmm. right? It was just like a throwaway line. Really didn't put any thought into it. So Jennifer called us out and said there's no way that it's fall that hipsters use they definitely use the word autumn i want to counter that i don't think i don't think they call it fall or autumn i think a true hipster calls it winter's eve okay what do you think about that fair enough jonesy winter's eve uh that sounds like an episode of game of thrones or maybe some kind of product you'd use down under (laughs) (laughs) yeah if summer's eve is for that part it's the menthol version it's, it's it's the menthol version of summer's eve oh, okay all right sorry uh, that's <laughs> so gross uh, the pitch line is it's a little chilly down here <laughs> somebody uh, leave a window open i'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry oh jesus all right we just lost all our female audience members all right uh okay so the next one you want to read this one jonesy uh, our buddy Isaac uh, sent us a YouTube video of 33 minutes worth of Kermit the Frog on Sesame Street. All right. I get it. Me and Papa wrong. <laughs> Kermit was on Sesame Street. Yeah. Who? How do? How are we supposed to know that? Like, <laughs> I don't want, I honestly don't watch Sesame Street ever. But I thought Kermit was on Muppet Babies only. Me too. Apparently, he crossovers. But uh, Blank Man came through with... Another Sesame Street correction, and he says Gonzo wasn't on Sesame Street. He says this to Jones. Grover was. Now, uh, Blank was the first one to say this, but let me just say that about a dozen people messaged us with this specific correction. That's right. That's right. So when you said that he was like a superhero, Super Gonzo is really Super Grover. Yeah. Okay. And my phone exploded. Yeah. Like, <laughs> mine specifically exploded. Uh, honestly, you were pretty close. I feel like you shouldn't be that ashamed of that yeah, one. Yeah, no, that is close. But what's crazy is of all the ridiculous things I've said on this show over the years, like, that's the one. That's the one the townsfolk got the torches yeah. for and, like, marched hard against. Like, yeah. that's the one that blew my phone apart. It's cracked now. Look at it. It's got a crack in it. <laughs> didn't have a crack before. All right. So, Eric, this is another one for you. Uh, and, by the way, I agree with this comment more than probably any feedback we've ever gotten. <laughs> wow. Derek said... Fajitas being the biggest source of food ordering envy is such a great comment, right? When you said that last week that you're like, you, the, when someone else orders a fajita in a restaurant and you see it coming out, you get instant food envy. 
that couldn't be a more true comment and I've never heard anyone else say it before. Yeah, and it's 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 there's no other dish that comes out on a waiter's tray that makes you feel the way someone else's fajitas do. Everyone else who tries to make a dish that's a food envy inducer, it feels like a gimmick. Like when they have like sparklers in the in the cake yeah. in like the lava cakes and stuff. Stop trying. Yeah, Your don't try. not real. Yeah. You can't you can't fake the sizzle that a fajita has. Oh, we had a name. We oh, off the air. We <laughs> I should have put this in the show notes. Well, thanks, Derek. I really appreciate your support on that one. That's huge. Yeah, we now have a new term that we said uh, off the air. When you see a guy with like a really hot girlfriend, you say she's got that fajita. Oh, sizzle. she's got that fajita sizzle. So now you guys have a new saying. <laughs> she's got that fajita sizzle because everyone's got the, everyone's got girlfriend envy. Oh man. Um, all right, Jones. You got the next one. Uh, a different Derek says. Next time we get to- <laughs> same Derek, same Derek. Same Derek. <laughs> it's a different one to me. Some other guy named Derek, D E R R I C K, says next time we get together, we need to trash Zach and Ghost Adventures together. Yeah, Ghost Adventures or Ghost Hunters—I forget what it's called—but that show is the worst, and I'm glad that uh, Derek also hates it. Yeah, I don't. I'm not familiar. Oh, you got to watch it. the The host of Ghost Adventures, his name is first of all, his name is Zach Baggins. Just throwing that out there. Like, he is such a douche. He sounds like he sucks already. You could tell that his hair is not actually black, but he dyes it black. Oh, he's, and a, then sp- he's a real Winter's Eve. And Yeah. <laughs> and then spikes it like he's the guitarist of like a late 90s, early 2000s, like alt rock band. Like he's like the gu- he looks like the guitarist of Fuel, you know what I mean? Oh my god! Yeah, and he wears like Affliction t-shirts. Dude, this guy sounds terrible. He, exactly, he wears like Affliction t-shirts, and then and then like he'll wear um, like parachute type pants. Like you know what I'm saying? What? He's like straight out of late '90s, early 2000s. New what was metal. he in Crazy Town? He lo- <laughs> he could he's definitely Crazy Town is probably his favorite band. <laughs> that is the best way to describe him. So he's the paranormal guy Fieri. He's the paranormal Guy Fieri. Yes, that's exactly what he is. I got to see this, dude. I can't wait. Is the show on TV still? It's on all the time. That's why I hate it. What channel is it on? Uh, Travel Channel. I can't. I can't turn from Investigation Discovery. I'm still so hooked. Yeah, you. I haven't changed the channel in a week and a half. Really? It's it's gotten that bad. Do we need an intervention? Uh, Maybe. I haven't watched any other show. Oh man, Investigation Discovery is a serious rabbit hole. I, I don't know. I just oh. I can't. I'm, I'm literally obsessed with it. Like I said last Not week. in the way like girls get obsessed with things. <laughs> like I'm so obsessed with that, you know, style. OMG, I'm, I'm obsessed. I'm freaking obsessed with this addicted. channel. You may addicted. even call it addicted. Full on addiction. Yeah. Well, so I'm, I'm just going to let you run it, you know, let it run its course for yeah, you. Yeah, I feel like I don't it has f- to. Just let it, let it happen. You're just going to miss out on, uh, you know, months of TV, but whatever. Game of Thrones will be what breaks it for me. Yes, and that's coming out soon, right? Yeah. When is that? <laughs> you hear your dog's tail? That's amazing. Yeah, my dog is having like a, an asthma attack in our, <laughs> in our studio. Um, all right, awesome. That concludes the feedback loop. We didn't get that much today, or we just did it really fast. I don't know. It started it off very negative towards me, but ended on a positive note. So thanks, uh, D apostrophe Eric. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I think the, um, the fajita sizzle, food envy, is going to be... Awesome. That, you just changed the game. I'm so glad. That's the opposite of getting burger. Yeah. 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 The fajita sizzle is the complete opposite of burger. Speaking of getting burger, do you think we should make DFD uh, merch and have it just say, don't get burger? Or is that too weird? Uh, it's weird for those who don't get it. Yeah. Because then the, are they? Th- I think th- the ice cream cone with the burger Sunday is like just alone. Alone is perfect, especially like the 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 outrun colors we use on it. Yeah, the, the old neon eighties like Miami. Miami. Yeah, I love it. Awesome. All right, so the next segment up is ask us anything. Jones, hit it. You can ask us anything during this segment of the show. It is the third or fourth best segment we do <laughs> is that it <laughs> all right okay so the first question comes from your fiance Ooh, your really? lady friend your roommate your life partner 
Um, your heart mate. Your heart mate. It's adorable. Your own fajita sizzle. Oh, <laughs> yeah. she is your fajita sizzle. She is my fajita sizzle. Yeah, you guys are so in love. I love it. Okay, hold on. Let me find her audio, and here we go. Hey, guys. It's Therese Stewart. I love this her week, I wanted to thing. ask you. Amazing. You're trapped in a room with no windows and no door. The only thing in the room with you is a table and a mirror. How do you get out? Ooh, it's a riddle. Okay. You want to go first, Eric? You want to take a take a stab at it? Uh, I want you to take this one. You're the you're the brains of the operation. I'm the <laughs> I'm the brute. <laughs> uh, well, that's what my first reaction was. Well, if Eric's in the room with me, I'll just have him run through a wall <laughs> and make a door for us. Um, so okay, so we're in a room that has no windows and no doors. And the only thing in there is a table and a mirror. Well, my first thing is, just because it doesn't have a door doesn't mean it doesn't have a doorway. Maybe they someone just took the door off the hinges and you just walk out of the doorway. That's my answer. Fair enough. Yeah, I think that's my answer. What's and, your answer? And just because it doesn't have a, a window doesn't mean it doesn't have a window cut out. Like a window hole. Yeah. So we could always climb out of that. Maybe the guys from Anderson didn't get there to put the window in yet. <laughs> It's definitely not a... Especially if it's a bay window. That's like a whole wall opening. Yeah, I was going to say, if it's not a bay window, it's going to be like, I'll go out and then I'll come... Just get help. I'll get help. Just get help. Jones, do you know the answer? Did she equip you with the answer to this question? No, no. She swore me to secrecy that I, I would not know the answer to this prior to coming on the air. Uh, my guess is a uh, fire pole. A fire pole? Yeah. There is no fire pole. Yeah, there's going to be one, though. No, but there's not. It's just a table and a mirror. And a mirror. Yeah, yeah. Also a fire pole. You can't just make, you can't just make stuff up. Uh, all right. There's also a drain for, <laughs> for the sink, and I'm going to go right down that thing. Well, I, I, I feel like there's probably an actual answer to this riddle. I feel like the doorway is the answer. Yeah, there's just no door on the yeah, There's no door. Also, the, the mirror is a red herring. Wait, I thought you don't know the answer. So how do you know if it's a red herring or I'm not? I'm claiming it to be. <laughs> it is. I'm sure of it. I'm thinking, I'm thinking the mirror and the table are just a distraction. Yeah. That's how riddles work. There's always misdirection. Okay. Are you ready for the second question? Unless I you am. want to give a real answer to the riddle. No, that, those were all real answers. <laughs> Fire pole, red herring, dreams. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a master of escape. <laughs> All right, the next question is from our good buddy Jason, and this one is not audio, it's a regular text. Um, you are leaving Earth. What are the three types of chips that you bring with you? All right, so I'm guessing we're each going to pick a chip. Yeah. I feel like that's a fun way to do these things. For sure. I like that he chose three. It's like he knew that we would do this. Power in threes, man. It's a good dude. Such a good dude. Um, well, I'm going to go with... Do, do Funyuns count? Uh, I feel, I mean, it's our podcast. We could do whatever we want. So, yes. Does that count as a bag of chips? Yeah. I feel like they come in like a chip bag. So, that that's close enough. All right. Then I'm going to go Funyuns. That's going to be my, my grab. That's a great one. Funyuns are so good. <laughs> I love it. I'm going, ch- I'm going chocolate chips. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Wait. It's chips. Oh, chocolate chips. Oh, he's so much smarter than me. All right. I didn't get it. I was like, what is he? Jones is being weird again. Okay. Uh, That's great. That's a good one. Um, If Funyuns count as chips, I'm assuming Cheetos count as chips. Absolutely. I'm bringing Cheetos. Wow. Crunchy. Funyuns. Yeah. Funyuns, crunchy Cheetos, and chocolate chips. Yeah. I think that's that's strong. We brought the dinner. Jonesy brings the dessert. Road trip worthy right there. And, and maybe I want to have no one else eat them with me, so I'll get white chocolate chips. Oh, no, no. Now, now you're, out of, you're out of the band. Oh, you're out. no. <laughs> you're fired. Uh, all right. We're starting uh, open auditions <laughs> for, for a new podcast host since Jonesy likes white chocolate. You have to go by the name Mike Jones. <laughs> you also have to be good at riddles. And have a really deep voice oh, that I sounds know. like the movie trailer guy. In a world. I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> Can you make up a movie trailer still right got now? It. About white chocolate chips? In a world where there are no white chocolate chips, only one man can bring back the white chocolate chips. 
This summer, Derek, D-E-R-R-I-C-K, stars in The Chipmaster. <laughs> Rated R. Profane language. Butts. <laughs> Butts. Butts. Uh, uh, terrific. Oh, I took that one out of the toolbox when I needed it. Yeah, that was great. I forgot that we used to make him do that all we the time. Used to, we used to put him on the spot all the time. <laughs> That's going to happen much more frequently now. All right. Okay, so the next one is from our good friend and longtime listener, Steve, and his is an audio uh, memo, and let's pull it up. I now. love these audio clips. They're so good. Yo, what's up? It's your boy, Steve. To the dudes of Dinner for Dessert, how you doing? I love the show. Now, my question is for each of you, if you could get dinner with any person, dead or alive, because you could just hop into the Kia Optima and go to whenever you want, who would it be? Why? What are you eating? All right. Let me know. Peace. All right. First off. Great question. Great question. Much love to the Kia Optima. And I love that he said you can go to whenever, not wherever. That's pretty amazing. Subtle little touch. Yeah. This kid gets it. He gets it. That's why we love you, Steve. And we, we love you, Steve. You. We appreciate you deeply. And he's well, very well spoken. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. He's a good kid, that Steve. <laughs> Good dude. All right, so who's going first? Jones, you want to take it? Uh, yeah, I would like to have dinner with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Okay. I want it to be at, uh, let's see. Oh, the Pat Lafrida's place in uh, City Field. That'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> want, a, want a sandwich with the, the great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. What would you uh, politic about? Um, I don't know. Football. All right. Yeah, the New York Jets. New York Jets. That's what I would want to talk to Kareem the whole about. <laughs> and maybe also, uh, I'd like to find out how Magic Johnson's doing. All right. Maybe he's got some insight. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Hey, he can pick whoever he wants. So, yeah, dude. And whatever restaurant, even if it's at City Field. <laughs> um, All right, Eric, your turn. Oh, man. This is a tough one. It really is. I'm actually mad that I didn't think about it before the show. Me too. I have no idea what I'm going to say. Me too. I have no clue. Uh, but probably um, a Prince. Prince? Nice. I'd like to sit down and just, and just shoot some stories from, and, and hear them straight from the, the, the man himself. Yeah. You know? I don't even want to talk. I just want to listen. I just want to be like, give me, a, give me a top 10 of the craziest-ish that has happened in your life. I want to hear it from your mouth. Yeah, that would be a good one. Where uh, are you gonna eat? Where are you gonna eat? Oh, I hop. I hop with Prince. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no question. What are you gonna get? Rooted Tootie Fresh and Fruit. What kind of question is I'm that, just, dude? I'm just. I wanted the audience to know. I knew what you were gonna get, but you know, I also am a host. I have to, you know. All right, that's that's pretty damn good. All right, so you guys both went like celebrities from recent times. So I feel like I got to switch it up. I'm gonna say Leonardo da Vinci. Is that weird? For you, no. But for normal people, that's weird. <laughs> I, 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 I'm assuming I'm going to learn a lot from the guy. Maybe I need a translator there, too. Um, can't have that. Can't have a translator? You're only allowed to have dinner with one person, not two. Well, damn it. Then I'm not going to pick him because I don't speak <laughs> Italian. Uh, all right. Well, I'll, have, I'll figure it out. I'm going to go with Leo. <laughs> Me and Leo da Vinci, we're going to figure it out. Maybe, maybe the waitress at the restaurant will speak Italian. He'll just draw you diagrams of all his inventions. That's it. I like, don't understand it. I'm like, no, I'm not going to steal them. Don't worry. There's no such thing as copyrights in his time, so we're good. Um, and where are we going to eat? Um, you can't go anywhere Italian. You know, no, I'm you, not going to get like spaghetti meatballs with Leonardo da Vinci. It's too on the nose. There's only one place that you're going to take somebody. No, I know. I'm just trying to. I was actually thinking through. Can I take Leo? Leo D into the oh, Kia Optima. Oh, you guys are that tight now? Me and Leo, yeah. So me and Leo are going to jump in the Kia Optima, and we're going to come back to present time. We're going to go to Taco Bell. And I'm going to blow his mind with Mexican pizzas. Mexi pizza, yeah. He'll yeah. be like, oh, you're Italian. You like pizza? Let me try, try the Mexican one. pizza. So that's my answer. And then after that, you can go get real pizza at Domino's. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Some cheesy bread. Oh, this would be so good. All right, so that's a good question. All right. Damn, real good question. All right, so next up we have uh, Brendan who wrote in a question, and uh, he wants to know which Robert De Niro is the closest representation of his true self? Like which Robert De Niro character? I guess character in a movie, yeah. 
Oh, God, I have no idea. Um, so Robert De Niro is, I mean, born into like an artsy family, right? In New York. Yeah. So none of his characters. Got really good at playing a character and rolled with it for a whole career. Yeah, he's not like a tough guy in real life. No. So what is his least tough guy role? I don't know. Jones? I'm going 100% with Awakenings because he's asleep half the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that's how he really is. I love it. W- well played. I love it. Uh, we can't beat that. Let's just move, no, move on. That's no. a perfect answer. <laughs> Ooh, blank, our friendly neighborhood Blank Man sent another one in. Oh, let's get Blank Man. Oh, this is an audio. Awesome. All right, here we go. Hello, this is your friendly neighborhood Blank Man. If you could be any Disney character, who would you be and why? That's my question. <laughs> All right, first of all, Black Man has the voice to be a host of a Nickelodeon game show. Yes. Right? Like he's Double next, Dare? He's the next Mike O'Malley. Oh, for sure. Oh. oh man. I, Legends I, of the Hidden Temple. Uh, I could hear that played back a hundred million times. That's fantastic. I didn't even listen to the question. I was too excited about his voice. Yeah, it was something about... You could be any Disney character. Who would you be and why? Climbing the aggro crag or something. <laughs> Favorite Disney character? Oh God, uh, I don't know many. This is I, that's why I love that we're all looking at you right now. I know there's a lot of pressure. I'm actually sweating. Uh, I only know new Disney characters because my daughter. So I don't know. Can I pick like a new character? I like, guess so. You're gonna let everyone down, but I guess so. Yeah, I feel this, like I could hear people getting disappointed right now while listening. Uh, <sighs> Okay, no, I'm not going to pick a new one. I'm going to pick one from the only Disney movie that I've watched end-to-end, and that's Aladdin. I'd be the genie, and it's so that I can grant people wishes. Okay. You saved yourself a little on that one. It's the only Disney movie I've seen. (laughs) What about you, Jones? This is a hard one, man. I really love Donald Duck, but I'd have a hard time with people not knowing what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. And I I really like pants, so I, I I (laughs) I can't in my right mind go with Donald Duck. All right. Well, uh, no one knows what you're saying now, and you never wear <laughs> pants, so I feel like it's not a big leap. I don't know who leap. you're lying to. Yeah, I don't know if it's a big leap for you to be Donnie Duck. <laughs> I think uh, maybe uh, maybe Tigger from Winnie the Pooh. Wow, bouncing around, huh? Yeah, yeah. He's got a cool tail. He's a tiger, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. How about you, Eric? Oh, man. Well, I'm going to flip the script a little, and I, I kind of want to go with a Disney female. Okay, let's do it. Who are you going to be? I'm going to pick Mulan. Oh, yeah? Because I think she was literally the most badass Disney character ever in a movie. I like it. That's a great answer. I don't... I've never seen it. Uh, You should watch it. It's terrific. Isn't she like a warrior princess of sorts? Yeah, and she rules. Nice. I need to get my daughter watching that. Doesn't she have some kind of sauce? (laughs) Szechuan. Szechuan sauce. It was released uh, to, to coincide with the release of that movie. At McDonald's? At McDonald's. That's awesome. I want that stuff. Great nugget sauce right there. That's amazing. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the next one is from Derek. This one is a um, an audio. This is Derek's first audio. I'm excited. Let me just get the... What's it? What number is it? I think you reversed Derek's and Steve's. Oh, crap. Okay, hold on. So that means this one is Derek's. Hello, fellas. This is Derek here. First time, long time. So my question is, if we all lived in Westeros, what part of Westeros would you choose to live in? Um, assuming it's the castle. Uh, so tell me what it is and why. Thank you very much. All right. It's amazing. Dorn. <laughs> yeah, so Westeros <laughs> is, is the fictitious nation in Game of Thrones. And I love the fact that, by the way, Derek did first time, long time. I love it. Yeah, first time, long time. <laughs> You, Jonesy, have to do a production piece again of you being oh yeah like a talk radio like a sports radio host again. That was like that three was shows it. ago that you did that, and it was I still remember that it. That was local radio, right? Yeah, it was before we before dinner for dessert. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a great question. So you're picking Dorne? one hundred percent Dorne. It's the southernmost like uh, peninsula island of Westeros. So it's basically like the Miami of it. Yeah, and there's nothing. It's like hedonism there i love it it's just people bumping grinding and grinding and listening to like 90s r&b and just everything is everything is accepted definitely a lot of boys to men playing at uh (laughs) and uh i was gonna say r kelly but maybe i should yeah we'll leave him out yeah 
They have the sand snakes. Like they just that place just is fantastic. Who who is the girl that sang? Um, I need a freak in the morning. Adina freak, Howard. Adina Howard. What's the name of the song? Freak like me. All right, everyone. This I'm <laughs> skipping ahead to another segment, but. My recommendation, everyone, after the podcast is over. Not even a recommendation. This is your homework. It's homework, yeah. After the podcast is over, go on Spotify or Apple Music, whatever, and play Adina Howard, Freak Like Me, and blast it really loud. And tell me, if you've never heard it, tell me it doesn't make you instantly start moving. Tell me you don't text your girlfriend (laughs) or like ex-girlfriend and just write, you up? Question mark. (laughs) I guarantee it happens. It's going to happen. All right. All right. So, Dorn, that's a great answer. That would have been my answer. But you went first, so I'm I screwed. mean, look, honestly, you could still hang out in Dorne. There's plenty to go around. All right. So I'm going to pick. So I thought about this a little bit. I was going to say the free city of Bravos, but technically it's not in Westeros. Uh, so I can't. So I guess inside Westeros, I would go with uh, the Citadel, the library. All right. Because it's basically like it's like the social media. It's like the Internet of Game of Thrones. I could see you loving it there. I would love it there. So many fun facts in there. Yeah. So many this week I learned so at, the city, at the Citadel. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sticking to it. But it would have been Free City of Bravos. Okay, fair enough. I just like saying Free City of Bravos. That's four. Four, <laughs> That's times. four times. Four times. Jonesy, how about you? I would live at the wall. <laughs> okay. I could see that. Yeah. I could see you really enjoying the wall. Mm-hmm. I would go from castle to castle, uh, looking out for all the White Walkers and and it just being really cold all the time would be great. Yeah. That doesn't actually surprise me. No. It makes complete sense to me. All right. So hold on. We I feel got like you and that, that, that wildling that's at the wall could actually be like related. The, the guy with the crazy beard? Yeah. The one who likes is in love with Bryn. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. 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 I feel like the two of you could honestly be somehow like familial related i could probably show you a picture of my youngest brother and you'd be like oh it's that guy <laughs> you're you're, ba- you're basically a wildling yeah now that i think about it it's hard to say wildling 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 you're it's wildling. not that hard wildling wildling <laughs> wildling awesome so our last question is from rich dorney and it's actually a pretty serious like nice question if you could go back in time and stop one one thing historical from happening what would it be hmm it's a good one. It's Joel, a really good one. Jones, you go first. Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. <laughs> oh, dude, that is so great. It has to, it has to be wiped out. Oh, my God. I love that answer. That I don't, even, a great I don't answer. even want to give one. I, I don't know. Like, how do you top that? You don't. Oh, man. You don't. It's funny because I watched. I was looking for things. I was on a YouTube rabbit hole last night, and one of the videos was um, the top 10 things in movies that made uh people leave the fandom yeah and that movie being made was like number two on the list it's really bad it's if you made it into that movie past when he gets in the fridge that's what it was it was the nuclear fridge scene that that was in the youtube video holy crap if you made it past that part of that movie i don't know what you're doing i don't know what you're doing with your life because you should have walked out of the theater right then and there don't even ask for your money back. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Literally the most ridiculous thing put in, put in a movie. It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. I've never felt so strongly about something in my entire life. Yeah. I couldn't agree more with you right now. That's a good one. See, I'm always nervous about these types of questions because I think about the butterfly effect. And whatever we undo in history is going to lead to us not doing the podcast anymore. Yep. So I'm, I don't really... I don't know. No, I'm going to stick with uh, with Jones's answer. Yeah, I feel like if they didn't make the Crystal Skull, we probably would, would be have, un- yeah. yeah, we'd be unimpacted by the butterfly effect. Yeah. But I feel like if I stopped JFK from being assassinated, then I feel like we would not be here right now doing a podcast. No, we might not even exist. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm not willing to take that chance. Yeah, it's like history happened and happened. Just let it be. Yeah. I wouldn't mess with it. But the Crystal Skull, get that out of here. Yeah. That's why if we ever get the Kia Optima up and running again, I think we should only go forwards, not backwards. <laughs> We're going to mess too much stuff up. You can go sideways. You go sideways to <laughs> parallel universes. Yeah, man. Whoa. 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 I just fringed out hard. That was hard. Um, that was a good one. I guess all bad sequels can go in that list then. Yeah, but none of them had the, the nuclear explosion refrigerator scene. That's very true. Wow. 
All that right. movie wasn't even that bad up until that spot. That spot was horrendous. And then that it just, thing launches and bounces 500 times while flipping on the ground. And he's safe and sound. Gets out and just walks away. Probably like, does, does he do like a shoulder brush off? Don't even know. Don't even know. Don't even care. <laughs> well, well, all right. So, yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to say, uh, I agree that we should only change that. That was a great answer, Jones. Yeah. And I'm talking to you, Mike Jones, not stupid Indiana in his fridge. We named a dog Indiana. All right. So next up is recommendations. Jonesy, hit it. <laughs> this is the part of the show about recommendations. I recommend you never see that Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> There's other things that we recommend. Probably that are better than that. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> All right, Eric, you're up. All right, so first I want to recommend, um, I, want to, I want to just let everybody know out there, don't buy and or use a bumper buddy on your car because you look ridiculous and we all laugh at you constantly. Uh, that thing is not going to stop me from driving through your trunk on a highway if you jam on your brakes. I hate to break the news to you, okay? So no bumper buddies for you. Don't get them. They look so dumb. Yeah, I'm with you. That's a good recommendation. If you want to throw... I'll forgive you if you want to throw it on in the parking lot like it's meant to be used so you don't get dinged up if somebody's backing out of a spot. Yeah, fair. But tuck it back into your trunk when you're driving on a highway so it's not flapping and making you look ridiculous. I feel like you could take the sentence he just said and and like misconstrue it out of context to talking like you could tuck it tuck it back, keep it from <laughs> flopping around on, on the highway. <laughs> on the highway. <laughs> That's a good so, recommendation. Yeah. Um, but I have uh, like a, a positive one, too. Um, There's a gentleman called John Lupin, and he's on Instagram. And his at is the underscore poetry bandit. And he just types like two to five line uh, poems and posts them like constantly. And they're just so like fantastic and like po- some are positive. Some are like, you know, really emotional. But it's just a really nice thing to see every day on my newsfeed and I feel like you guys should follow it and get a little uh little bit of love in your lives. So it's the underscore poetry bandit. Correct. Awesome. Jonesy, how about you? What do you recommend this week? I would like to recommend to everybody this uh, wonderful television show from the wonderful country and continent of Australia. Uh it's called Miss M- Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries. Me and my fiance started watching it. It's a uh, it's very much in the style of like a Hercule Poirot mystery TV show, but it stars a lady in the 1920s, and uh, it's really, really uh, interesting. Like, each episode's their own little thing, but then there's like an overarching thing. Like, remember how that TV show Dexter was, where it was like, there'd be like that week's killer, but then like there was like an overarching killer? Yeah, you, you had know? the season arc, but you had the individual episode arc that was different. Yeah, similar. Okay. Sounds good. Where do you watch it? I'm on my TV. <laughs> what service? At home. <laughs> what? Which? What, is it on Netflix? It's on. Uh, Netf- it's on Netflix streaming. If you have that, um, nice. Probably get it on DVD or whatever. Nice. All right, that's very good stuff. Um, my recommendation for this week is Meatloaf. All right, I saw you wrote this. Are we talking like the singer or the supper? Yes. Paradise by the dashboard. Uh, mine is Meatloaf. It's actually Meatloaf the food. But uh, Meatloaf the singer I recommend also. No doubt about it. <laughs> so when we were like, uh, I, I, I think it was like early days of my license. So maybe like 17, 18 years old. Only 17. <laughs> we were barely dressed. <laughs> my mother won two tickets to see Meatloaf at Jones Beach on the radio. Oh, my beach. And she gave them to me and Pomp. And we were like, oh, that's awesome. And like, we were really going to go, but then we decided to just drive around and get coffee and do nothing. And we threw the tickets away. And like, to this day, we've still lied to my mom and said we went to the show. Yeah, it's amazing. So, it's what, good. yeah, what did we do that it's night? Good thing. Nothing. We got Dunkin' Donuts and drove the Ocean Parkway. Oh, my God. You know we literally you, drove past oh, the no. concert. You know what you did? You did anything for love. <laughs> but we didn't do that. But you wouldn't do that. <laughs> well, all right. So, my, my, Recommendation is both Meatloaf, the, the, the recording artist, and Meatloaf, the food. I think Meatloaf is very underrated, and people need to give it love. I think the biggest strike against Meatloaf, it's a terrible name for food. Like, no, it's not no a, one wants a loaf of anything. It's the word loaf. That's what the bad part is. Yeah. 
And I really believe that by saying this on the air, I may spark an idea in like a chef's head where they're, they're going to create a hipster meatloaf restaurant with all different kind of funky ways to make meatloaf with like bacon, not, maybe, maybe not oh, bacon Christ, for you. there you go. Why? All right, fine. We'll make it without bacon. My sister makes one with like a, like a brown sugar, like ketchup type rub on top that like caramelizes and gets sweet. Yeah. And it's fan. Fantastic. Yeah. See, now I'm getting hungry for for meatloaf. We gotta we gotta call it something better. We got We have to ask our audience come up with a better name for meatloaf so that it could get the love it deserves. Ooh. Yeah. What do you think? And how about the winner gets a dinner for dessert goodie bag? Yes. Probably with ecto cooler. Well, in no, it. Don't tell them. We're oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's, yeah. Mystery the, bag. The contents is is it's of our choosing. Yes. You'll just get it. Yes. And love it. That's a great idea. So the winner of the renaming meatloaf contest gets a dinner for dessert goodie bag. The oh, first one we've given out. That's awesome. Great idea. If I ever say about what's in that bag, <laughs> it's going to be a lump of meat and it's going to be a better to hell CD. Yes. I have the 8-track if you want to throw the 8-track yes. in. Yes. Awesome. All right. Because um, yeah, two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> All right, my my other recommendation is to watch The Walking Dead because a lot of people gave up on that show, but I think it's good again. So I, I we spoke about this right yeah. on the air. Like I I was done. I hated it. I gave up. You and Blank Man took about an hour one night of the two of you just berating me, yeah, and telling me it was better. It was better. You like swore to me, and I went back. And it's, I'm not going to lie, it is, I'm actually looking forward to the finale Sunday night. Yeah, it's really good again. It sucked for like three seasons. It was straight. bad. It like was bad like the worst TV on, 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 the worst show on TV. It was the worst TV on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Allow myself to introduce <laughs> myself. Um, yeah, so th- those are my recommendations. All right, so we're running a little long on time and I want to give us ample time for trivia. So we have two segments left. We have In the News... And this week I learned. You want to just pick one? Yeah, we should do this week I learned. Yeah, skip the news? Okay. Yeah. All right. It's all about Apple. And Apple sucks. Yeah, Apple does. Even though I use every product they make. They suck, <laughs> but I love it. It's like an abusive relationship. It is. It is. Yeah. All right. So, all right. This week I learned. This week I learned. All right. So, you want to go first? Well, you put yours first. You can take it. Yeah, Eric's mad because I cut him in line on the this yeah, you, you week I You bumped me down the post. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not mad. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> I love you, though. I appreciate you. All right, I'll go first. So this one's quick. When chimpanzees were given the opportunity to watch TV, their favorite was the Playboy channel. So even chimps like porn. Yeah. It's I mean, a- I, would, I would assume that's what it would be. Yeah. Softcore porn. The chimps are, you know, sometimes they're it's classy. Nice. Sometimes it's nice. <laughs> sometimes it's nice for a little soft core. Yeah. We don't need to see the pen. All right. Um, um, I learned science has finally proven that the egg came before the chicken. Now, this one caught my eye. Like, I was pumped. Okay. Whoa. whoa. So here's how they uh, deduced it. Is that is that how you would say it? Deduce? Yeah. So I always use big words wrong, so I always have to ask you. You're like Mike Tyson. Yeah. It's ludicrous. <laughs> So the thing is, the first egg, they say, was laid by a bird that was not a chicken. And the first hard-shelled egg was laid on land about 312 million years ago. Chickens are domesticated descendants of red jungle fowl from at most 8,000 years ago. Whoa. So that's a big gap of when the first egg came to be and the first chicken. So that question is put to bed, my friend. The egg came first. Wow. Jungle Fowl is an awesome name for Red a bird. Jungle Fowl. That's like a badass name. Yeah. That was the name of the Knicks head coach in 1966. <laughs> <laughs> so I say, it's a good mascot. It's a good name for like a high school sports team. Oh, hell yeah. The Long Beach Jungle Fowls. <laughs> Did you just lisp? Long Beach Jungle Fowls. That was actually the referee for uh, Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant at WrestleMania 3. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. All right. I also learned that Tom Hanks has a bunch of kids. One of them is Colin Hanks, who's a great actor. Uh, the other is a failed rapper named uh, Chester Hanks. Uh, his rapper name is Chet Hayes. So on, and he's terrible. On Sirius FM a couple of years back, he was doing a live show on the, what's the name of the Eminem channel? Uh, I forget what it's called. 
but it's the it's the hip hop channel, like the main hip hop channel on Sirius. Mm-hmm. And they had Chet Chet Hayes on, and uh, he was being interviewed, and he just like kept dropping the n bomb. I was like listening to this live on my lunch break, and he was like dropping an n bomb to like the two dudes interviewing, and it was like two black guys that were interviewing him, and it was like the most awkward thing. And eventually Ugh. they just like cut him off and like he called back and he was all pissed and like they cut him off again. Like it was such a bizarre like scenario. Ugh. And they were just telling him like, yo, why are you like the way you are? <laughs> like wow. they couldn't figure it out. You know what I mean? He's Tom Hanks' son, which means he grew up yeah. rich in like Hollywood. And they were like, look, man, we hate you, but like nothing but respect for your pops. <laughs> yeah, your dad's awesome. It's the only reason it was that we interviewed you to begin with. Shady. Shady 45 is the, is the name of the channel. Okay. And it was, uh, oh my God, bro. I was sitting in my truck and I was like, I was uncomfortable for everyone involved, including him. Yeah, that's... Ugh. Like, what happened there? Wow, Tom Hanks is very, very, very embarrassed by his son, I'm sure. So, yeah, Chet Hayes. Ugh. Yeah. All right. Is this one yours, Eric? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, in 2013, uh, back to Apple. Jesus, I can't stop. <laughs> Apple banned a game in the App Store called Send Me to Heaven. The premise was to throw your phone as high as you could, and it would give you a score how high it went. <laughs> The creator only came up with this game because he wanted to destroy as many iPhones as possible. I th- now, you can hate on the creator all you want, but I think it's incredible. People are dumb for even playing this game in the first place, right? Yeah, pretty dumb. Like you have a thousand dollar piece of technology in your hand, and you're gonna throw it as high as you can in the air to get a high score. Terrible. But it's like it's. So then I'm like, all right, you know, people are dumb. Like, what else have they done with iPhones? I was trying to think. So when that scale app came out for the iPad and people would stand on it and, cr- and crack it, Ugh. that was another dumb one. And when the wireless charging first came out and the rumor went out that if you stuck it in the microwave for 30 seconds, it would full charge the battery. <laughs> no way. And, uh, dude, like the first week the iPhone 10 was out, like hundreds of people microwaved it trying to think it would charge oh, it faster. Oh, why are people so dumb? So I don't fault that guy for making that game. I fault the people for being dumb enough to use it. You have, to put, you have to put it in the regular oven. <laughs> what idiots put it in the microwave? I mean, you have to put it in a convection oven for it to work. Uh, I'm kidding, by the way. Please don't do it. Don't do it. It was a joke. I just had like a, in my head, I just like, I just flash forwarded to the future of like people calling it, like suing us. All right. Uh, so I learned that during the Victorian era, which I had to Google this, uh, was 1837 to 1901. Uh, people said prunes in instead of cheese when taking a photo. Huh. So I wouldn't have even questioned if you would have, if you didn't throw that Google thing in there. Like I would have just assumed you knew the exact years of the Victorian era. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just off the top of my head. I know every era really well. Uh, and I guess it's interesting. This one is interesting to me because smiling in photos didn't become a thing until very recently. So you know people why? always look like mad and angry in Do pictures. You know but No. It's because... The camera would take so long to take the picture that you'd literally be sitting in a chair for like an hour yeah. until the photo was, was taken. Like it would take so long to expose it. So they'd be like, just stand still. So you'd literally just be sitting there still. That's why everyone in like old like 1800s photos look so miserable. Because they just been That's sitting the like, reason they were just sitting there. Yeah. I'm sure they were happy. There's a couple of Sometimes. pictures from that time period where people are actually smiling and it's because the dude was like so pumped to see a camera that he was just giddy for an hour straight staring at it yeah that's awesome so that's the reasoning really cool uh and then my last one is double stuff oreos are only 1.86 times as stuffed as a classic oreo so they're not really double stuffed so my life is a complete lie it's a full hoax lie you're getting gypped at a 0.14 now double stuff is spelled s-t-u-f it's not like stuffed like s-t-u-f-f-e-d no, I think it's double stuff S-T-U-F because they're trying to be hip. When they came out with double stuff Oreos, it should have been P-H then. Oh, stuff S-T-U-P-H. <laughs> That's probably also their way of getting out of like having yeah. to like actually have 2.0. It's stuffed. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. Because they're like, well, one stuff is uh, S-T-U-F is only 9.93. So 1.86 is actually double one stoof. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I don't know if my math was right there, but I think it might have been. Honestly, it was right, I think. 0.93 to 1.86. I think that's correct. 0.93. Yeah. Doubled is 1.86. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Sweet. 
I know stuff. I love how I said yes so confidently. I can't do that. Man. That's, that's why you're a good friend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, no matter what you would have said, I would have been like, yeah, that's right. Um, all right. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back with. Uh, oh, Miss- whoa, 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 whoa. I, I learned something this week. No, oh, you, you didn't? I did. You're supposed to put it on the show notes. <laughs> I learned it minutes Th- ago. That's oh. why we do show notes, Jonesy. I love when he learns things like uh, as the show is happening. Oh, boy. I'm nervous. What did you learn? Oddly enough, meatloaf is a vegetarian. Get out of here. Hit the button. Go to break. (laughs) Hey, this is Yvonne Drago, personally inviting you to come on down to Yvonne Drago's Kick-Ass Combo Restaurant. Our expert culinary staff has worked hard behind the scenes to put together 25 unexpected culinary combinations that'll blast you behind all the way back to the Bronx. For starters, you gotta try our chickle. It's chicken inside a pickle. Don't be fickle, try our chickle. Or how about our classic BCP? Banana cinnamon pizza. Don't worry, that cup of condensed milk is on the house. And don't forget that every Sunday is our three for two for one special, where you can choose any of the following for one great low price. You can choose the Twinkie hot dog sandwich, the Snickers and American cheese, the cinnamon raisin bagel with jalapeno cream cheese, or the PB&J onion wasabi panini. Mm-mm, I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. So round up the whole family and bring them on down to Yvonne Drago's Kick-Ass Combo Restaurant, where the only thing that isn't delicious are the forks and the knives. Two brand new locations, one in 1025th Street, Kenoshi, and Booger Hollow Road in Spionk. Ah, nice little... Word right there from our sponsor, Yvonne Drago's Restaurant. Dude, Yvonne is such a great dude. He always hooks us up every time we go there. He's just awesome. Don't be fickle. Try his chickle. <laughs> <laughs> so we have Rich Dorney in the in the house tonight, man. What's going on? Not much. I am here. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to all week. For those of you listening at home, you don't get the full experience. I'm sitting here staring at Jones. I've been laughing so hard my face hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really do our do have an awesome I don't know what the hell I'm saying it is amazing to watch Jones it is. in just action just have a camera on him at all times I agree that's why I'm hoping one day this show we have the audio podcast but we also have a, a video podcast that can be viewed by everyone so they can see it should just be on Jones's face like close yeah, up I don't even need the camera on me <laughs> I don't care I'm photogenic guys that's it <laughs> um, alright so Rich you brought some trivia for us tonight I did First and foremost, I decided to not do anything that only you would know, so anything <laughs> smart is out of here. <laughs> uh, and then I tried to make it very Dorney-esque, so round one is Mets trivia, round two is uh, 90s movies, okay, and round three is TV. Nice. So right. besides booze and being lazy, I have everything that I know on here. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Perfect. All right, let's do it. All right, man. Should we rock, paper, scissors so, see yeah, who goes first? Yeah, so would be like a like well, round do, robin of rock, paper, scissors here? Yeah, how do we do that? Oh, man. Well, you how two about, should go first since you're on the couch. All right, let's do all it. Right. You ready? Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors says shoot. shoot. Rock, rock, paper, scissors says shoot. All right. All right, Jones. Jonesy's first, and then, so now me and you go for second? Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors says shoot. shoot. Fuck. Oh, I cursed. Oh, oh this no. guy. Yes. Oh, my bad. All Sorry, right. guys. So Sorry Joe- to all the parents. <laughs> there were two kids listening in the car. I hope that's Does not that mean I can't curse? I said truck. I said truck. Well, we have, we try not to. We've actually been doing pretty well with it. Uh, that was the first one of the episode. Damn it. Sorry, guys. Jones, you go first? I, I do go first, yes. All right, so round one is Mets trivia, okay? All right. Noted that you're all Mets fans and tried to make these relatively easy. <laughs> yeah, technically. I'm a Mets fan. It's a long story. <laughs> All right, Axel. The Mets won their first World Series in 1969. Who did they beat? They beat the... Uh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. The, the Astros? Do the math. That was a National League team. <laughs> they beat the Astros. <laughs> <laughs> Do we get to... Well, what's the rules? No stealing. Well, uh, steals? I have tiebreakers for everything, so just... No steals. Yeah, that's okay. it. If he doesn't get right, the doesn't question, get it. it's on to the next. I think it's the Red, I want to say Red Sox. Nope. E? No idea. Baltimore Orioles. Ah, I never would have got that. Davey Johnson, who later became their manager, was the last out in Baltimore Orioles. Ah, that's a fun fact. <laughs> I got facts. I'm going to put that next week on this week. I, learned. All, I got facts for all the questions. All right. Uh, who's second? That would be me. 
Who threw up their glove after after the Mets won the 1986 World Series? It's a famous picture. I have it in my office. If you would have paid attention when you were there. Obviously a pitcher. Yep. It was... I don't know. I thought these were easy. David da- Cohn? Doc Gooden? David Cohn. <laughs> da- Doc Gooden? No. Jones? Mark McGuire. Yes. <laughs> Jesse Orozco. Okay. Oh. <laughs> we're going to get crushed in this trivia. Uh, we love sports. Yeah, we love sports a <laughs> lot. That's why I went with the Mets. You know, I tried to throw my flair into it. I love it. All right, Pomp. Let's do it. One of the most popular Mets <laughs> ever was named Edwin Mookie Wilson. What number did he wear during his time with the Mets? Oh, oh the Mookster. <laughs> Obviously, 33. Oh, no, I know this. <laughs> no clue. <laughs> so confident. <laughs> I really thought I was going to get it for some Jones. reason. Jones. He wore number one. That's right. Oh, I should have picked. Uh, all right. All right. So oh, damn. you're all tied at zero. All right. I'm feeling good about myself right now. <laughs> all right. Great start. Uh, What's the opposite of, of, of having confidence? <laughs> I have that, whatever the opposite is. Jones, you were first? Yes. Which two Star Wars cast members had small bit parts in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Uh, Mark Hamill, wasn't it? And uh, Carrie Fisher, wasn't it? You are correct, sir. Right. Wow, well played. Well played, Jonesy. That was a K question. <laughs> By the way, easy. you see the reboots coming? Can't wait. That's going to be awesome. They keep putting up teasers. and like pictures. Amazing. I love it. It's amazing. Uh, Big, which 90s? You're going to totally get this. Which 90s movie soundtrack is the best-selling soundtrack of all time? Which 90s movie soundtrack is the best-selling of all time? By the way, I would love to see a remake with the two of you in it. I'll explain in a minute. (laughs) Hmm. That's That's a tough one. It's a tough one. What are some good 90s soundtracks? Can't be Angus. No. I was trying to think of something that, that me and make, you could remake. Sense if we were in? No, it's better than that. I don't know. That's a pretty great soundtrack. Just pick. Just That's it. I guessed. Empire Records, maybe? Forrest Gump? Jones. Top selling 90s soundtrack. No. of all, It's top selling soundtrack of all time. Oh, top selling soundtrack of all time? He got game? <laughs> it's not Saturday Night Fever? <laughs> It's the bodyguard. Oh! Big could be oh, Kevin we, Costner. We kill Pop it. could be. I'll be Whitney Houston. Houston. I'm okay it. with that. The, the plane scene at the end, we kill it. <laughs> All right. I have a feeling that the Jones knows the answer to this, but Pomp, you're up. Let's hear it. What movie was Robin Williams' first animated film? First animated film. I'm gonna say Aladdin with the genie. No. Damn it. Um. I get two tries. No, I get two tries. He's giving me that. I got two tries. Two tries. All right. I'm. All right. Originally, I was gonna say not Aladdin because it's kind of difficult. But oh man, yeah. Because if without Aladdin, I have no idea. <laughs> Mork and Mindy, the animated series. <laughs> Do you know? No. Come on. When I, when, you, when I say the name, you're gonna know it. I'd like to venture the guess of heavy metal. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> heavy metal was great though. Did you guys ever see that? So good. <laughs> it's Fern Gully. Fast oh, rainforest. Oh, 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 Fern Gully. Ah. So what is it? One nothing, Jones. <laughs> yeah. Man, I made Slaughtering. This, I made that was like the avatar of our. Harder than I thought it was. <laughs> yes. All right, we're on to TV. Jones, what was the first R-rated TV show? The first R-rated TV show. I know the answer. Oh man. <laughs> if you need a hint, I'll give you the year. No, he doesn't get a hint. We don't do hints in this room. F you and your hint. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll take a year. I have no idea. Uh, Arliss. Arliss? No. Oh, is it Arliss? Arliss? No. no. I'm going to say NYPD Blue. You are correct. Woo-hoo, even though I don't get it. NYPD points. Blue became the first R-rated show in it's 1993. because they showed a lot of dude butt. Dennis Franz's chubby butt. A lot of dude butt. 25% of ABC's 225 affiliates chose to preempt the first episode. That's awesome. There's your facts. That's a good one. Big... What TV series showed the first interracial kiss on American network television? Oh, no. <laughs> Jones. Should have asked me this. I know. So I'm happy you didn't get it. You oh. uh, I, well, 
Joan's reaction alone, I'm going to say Star Trek. You are correct. Ah! <laughs> wow. Well played, Eric, for reading off of the Jones nerdery. Yes. That's awesome. Uh... You got no shot. No, oh, damn it. What product was advertised? What product was advertised in the first television commercial? First television commercial. You say meatloaf. <laughs> it should be meatloaf. <laughs> it's not going to be. And it's not Taco Bell. Uh, I'm going to say first TV commercial ever was probably for uh, laundry detergent. No. No. I'm going to guess uh, TV dinners. I'm guessing soap. No. Cigarettes. Belova watches. 10-second ad ad during a Dodgers-Phillies game. What oh. year was this? What? Uh, I don't have the year. Oh, damn. <laughs> Fact a, check it. <laughs> Fact check for next week. There you go. So All it's 1-1, right? 1-1. One, right? one, one. So I got some tiebreakers here. All right. I'm uh, out, right? I'm you're out, out dude. So Jones. Good luck, guys. Who wrote the famous jingle, Like a Good Neighbor, State Farm is there? Who wrote the jingle? Um, By the way, I have three, so if we don't get through it. Who's the guy who did uh, Life as a Highway? No one's, no one's giving you hints right now. We're in, tie bro- we're in, we're in tiebreaker mode here, bro. Tom something, right? Yeah, Tom Sizemore. <laughs> no, it wasn't Tom Sizemore. <laughs> Tom Selleck. <laughs> Tom Green. <laughs> Tom from MySpace. <laughs> Tom Waits. My brother, Tom. <laughs> The guy who sang Life is a Highway, right? David Coverdale. Oh, really? That's not who it is. You're thinking of Tom Cochran. Yeah, Tom Cochran, the guy from Red Rider. <laughs> no. I know the answer to this. I was going to say Joey Gladstone well, could, and Jesse Gatsopoulos. No. Can, he, can he steal? He could steal, right? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't know it. All right, can I say it? Yeah. My guess? It is Barry Manilow. You are correct. Yes. That's weird, I don't know right? why I know that random. He, right, he so apparently you got makes first a crack, ton of money. So now we're going to give you first crack. Yeah. Well, he apparently makes crack. a ton of money off of jingles. Which and we gum encourage buyers to cozy up and kiss a little longer? Which gum you said? Yeah, these are all commercials. Which gum encourage buyers to cozy up and kiss a little longer? So kiss a little longer, stay close a little longer. <laughs> With Big Red. Bum. Wow. Oh, Does that mean Eric's winning? I Eric won. The winner? Eric That's it. Won. Eric won. You know what? Well it, done, yeah. sir. You can win on that. That was worth it. <laughs> that was so. well played. Hold on. I got one last one you could guess as a group. Uh, what what company's products are mm good? Campbell's. Campbell's suit. Oh, there you go. Nice. All right. Well, that was awesome. Wow. A little come from behind victory right there. Jones wow, thought he had it in the bag. I put in the work. That but was he, awesome. You know, he 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 lost that all on his own. He got so amped about that interracial kiss question. <laughs> yeah, knew, you really. I if you didn't make any. I any would noises. have never yeah. known if he didn't react that way. So I was convinced that you were going to know the the bodyguard soundtracks. <laughs> I was. I knew you were going to know the Star Trek, yeah. and I think I intentionally came up with questions that you wouldn't know any answers. Yeah, I realized. <laughs> Although I knew the Barry Manilow. I mean, yeah, you knew that one that yeah. no one else knew. Yeah. Um, so awesome, awesome trivia. I got goose egged, but whatever, it happens. Hey, listen, you got Barry Manilow, bro. Yeah, I'm proud of that. Uh, but Rich, thank you so much for coming on. Absolutely. And thank you everyone for listening tonight. Eric, you know, tell them what to do. Uh, follow us on Instagram, dinner for dessert. Send us your audio file questions. We love these so much. Are we calling them voicemails officially? I'm getting weirded out, like calling them voicemails because they're not actually calling us, but I think that's the best thing to call them. I can't think of anything better. So if anyone has a better term than voicemail for these, <laughs> just let me know. Yeah, send, let us know because uh, we want those. <laughs> yeah, send those. We like when you actually ask the question on air. It makes it sound better. Yeah, please, sure. please send us more talk messages. <laughs> <laughs> talk messages. There you go. And if you record it on a talk boy from Home Alone 2, you'll get a goodie bag. We look, need video proof. Yes. Look what you did now, you little jerk. <laughs> this is Peter McAllister, the father. <laughs> <laughs> I have a talk boy. So do I, brother. So do I. Dude, those things go for a lot of money on eBay. And they suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, um, uh, remember, write us reviews on iTunes. Uh, we saw a blank. Our friendly neighborhood blank man did one. We love you for it. Uh, please, guys. We really, really appreciate it if you did it. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. Pomp sometimes goes on there and writes stuff. I tweet. 
he tweets he tweedles like once a month yeah some stuff i go on there and i'm usually like uh <laughs> like my inbox has like a few red marks and i'm like what the hell was this and i go look and it's all from you oh yeah, yeah pretty much <laughs> like you ask me questions and i ignore you yeah twitter's like so sorry about pointless. that yeah but instagram is we do instagram's that. where it's at so dinner for dessert follow us if you're not already i don't know why you wouldn't be but email us you can email us dinner for dessert at gmail.com we'd love to hear we do get emails and that's a pretty awesome thing or or just stop by Jones's house you on weeknights that, after 10 p.m. Yeah. Just ring his doorbell. He will send that. you the address. That's um, it. Yeah. So we love you. Uh, we appreciate you as always. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Peace.